our new bestie has changed how we track our investments. Why have over 400,000 investors chosen ShareSite? It's simple. This online investment dashboard for your investment portfolio supports over 500,000 stocks, ETFs, and funds, plus integrated with more than 200 platforms, ensures your entire investment portfolio is organized and accessible in one place. Move beyond the limited insights from brokerage statements. ShareSite offers a comprehensive view of your financial performance, including analyzed reports, dividend gains, and the impact of currency fluctuations, all through intuitive graphs and visualizations. But here's the best part. For the investee besties out there, ShareSite is offering a special deal. Save four months when you purchase an annual premium plan. It's time to dive deep into performance metrics, streamline tax reporting, and share your portfolio with ease. Join the link in the episode description to sign up to ShareSite now and transform your investment experience. Welcome to Girls That Invest. Today's Monday, which means we're bringing you Money Confessions, a weekly series where you tell us your deepest, darkest money secrets or hot takes. You're joined today by Sima and Sonia, two best friends who have a lot to say. Let's get into it. Hello, Sonia. Hi. When you say hi like that, I feel like you're nervous. Oh, I'm not nervous. Are you excited? I'm excited. I'm grateful. I'm in a good mood. I'm not nervous. I love that. This <laughs> week's money confession, it's a bit of a moral dilemma. It's <laughs> one that like, I'm going to be very careful what I say because I'm just scared. I just want to get straight into it. It's one that we were sent on Reddit and I just have, I have many thoughts. But we'll get into it. I have been stealing money from my parents to go to therapy. I'm a 20-year-old female, I'm a student, and I do some freelance work as a graphic designer, but if I'm low on some money, I do steal some from my parents. They are very unsupportive of psychiatry and therapy and don't know that I've been visiting one either. I was suicidal in the past year and they were against it. I really, really need this for my eating disorder and apparent psychosis, All hell will break loose if my parents find out about this, but this needs to continue and this is my money confession. Well, I'm not in a good mood anymore. (laughs) This is just so heavy, you know? It feels like the whole idea of can you do something for good and therefore it like negates the bad that you're doing to get there? Mm. Because obviously like therapy is something you need, but should you steal to go to therapy? Like that seems like in my head, like the overarching. Yeah. It's just so sad. Like you're self-aware to a point where you need help and you know what you need and you've been, you know, suicidal in the past, but because your parents don't believe in therapy or psychiatry or what have you for their own reasons, I won't put their reasons on because we don't, we don't know. (laughs) We can only assume. It's just so hard. Can we just like have a very quick conversation about how expensive therapy is to begin with? Like, I'm going to assume that this person is from the States or from a country. I mean, even in New Zealand, if you like where I live, if you need therapy, if you go through your GP, for example, it can be cheaper, but then you've got like 
notes on your record that you've gone to your GP about it. And then when it comes to like health insurance, like that will always be on your record of like, oh, but you like needed this, you know, X, Y, Z. If you go to therapy privately, they range from like $120 an hour to I've seen like $250 an hour. And if you Mm. need to go each week, that racks up. Mm. Some psychiatrist consultations are more expensive than that as well. And your health insurance usually has a cap on it. Like they'll be like, we're going to do maybe $800 or $900 or $1,000 a year. But if you need to go throughout the year, $800 or $1,000 isn't that much. How much is a psychiatrist? I have no idea. Team, we're going to have a quick Google. So I had a quick look, and this is, again, New Zealand, but a consultation fee is $500 an hour. And if you were to go to one in Australia, it's around $400 an hour. And without insurance in the US, it costs between $100 to $300 per appointment, but the initial fee would also be $500 USD. That's insane to me. Mm. So like on one hand, you could almost like argue, well, this wouldn't even happen if we had like better funding for mental health. And it's always such a catch-22 because people are like, oh, but like we like have more mental health. So like the services are like really struggling, but it's like also if the service is more, more available, then we wouldn't have so many people that were like so deep into their mental health journey because they would have been caught earlier. It's hard because there's not many psychiatrists especially in smaller countries. And if you're in a small country and in smaller towns, you usually have to travel to go see one. And this sounds bad, but again, we live in a capitalist society. We have to participate. We don't have to, but like... We're here. You know, yeah. <laughs> what else do? But, um, <laughs> live off like the land. Saying, there's no like incentives to go into healthcare because their working conditions, their hours, their pay, not that great. If you own a private facility, it's always just like negotiating like premium prices with like health insurance companies and then your own private company. And you're making up all these things about like, yeah, I'm actually going to charge $600 a consultation this year. And then you've got people who take the mickey to, out of like insurance companies for raising their premiums, but we have to pay a new price. I don't know how you would begin to solve the problem. Obviously, I would hope people would agree that we do need to upscale our mental health in majority of the countries that we live in. There's amazing volunteers and services out there that do do things for free, but this person needs psychiatry. This person needs to be treated in a facility and they're so self-aware that they know that they need this to get better. And they obviously understand that stealing is wrong, but I don't know. Yeah. Parents confuse me sometimes in terms of why you wouldn't want to take the path that your child is taking. And it seems like a sensible one as well. I think stealing is wrong, but then I also, I feel like the older you get, the more you realize there's like gray lines or like gray areas because you grow up being taught like, do not steal, it's bad. Do not be deceitful, it's bad. But then if you think about it, if you are someone that has to decide between stealing baby formula and having your child eat that week or stealing nappies and making sure that, you know, there's like the basic necessities being met or not. Would you be so judgmental 
about stealing or would you like look at, I'm not saying, well, like, well, she's like in the right to have done what she's done because she's taking money from her parents against their will. And that's not fair on them. Like if I was in their shoes, I wouldn't be happy either. But then when you're in her shoes, it's like, I think it's justified here. Yeah. You can see how she's justifying it. It's like, well, this is for bettering my health. I've had a conversation with them. They're not understanding me. I do work. It's not like I'm not even trying to do freelance work and I'm just – like, I don't know. I just – this is really great for me. I usually have, like, an answer and I actually don't have an answer to this. Mm. I don't think we need to have an answer. I think she's doing what she's doing and she's going to continue to do it. I think – personally, I think it's justified and kudos to her for recognizing what she needs and going about it, like – there's so many different, I guess, like avenues to like to seek treatment. Mm -hmm. And in this case, it is going to a facility. It's going to see a psychiatrist. And I think that's a logical thing to do and sensible. Whereas I think a lot of people get that self-awareness years down the line after they've already done a lot of damage and she's 20 and she's already had all of these really deep heavy issues in terms of mental illness and what she's like felt in the past so I can only imagine how that's intensified and she's I feel like she's lived a very long life and she's only 20 and that makes me very sad it's just heavy like I don't know how to how else to describe it but I don't think there needs to be a right or wrong answer for this one, you know? I think if you are in this position and you feel a guilty conscious about it and that's eating away at you because for some people it might and for others it doesn't, what would you say to someone that's like, I've done this but I don't want this to continue? Like that's obviously not her story, but if she was like, I want to keep going to therapy, I also don't want to keep stealing from my parents, is there a solution? I don't know. What would you say? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was going to ask you. I mean, there's, there's like three things you can do, right? Like you can have a conversation with your parents. She's tried that. That's not working. You can try work more hours at your freelance job. Obviously, to ask that of someone that's going through a mental health crisis doesn't exactly work. It's like asking someone that's got crutches to like run faster. You're like, um, that's not going to fix it. And then I guess the third option is psychiatry is re really expensive. Are there ways to get it funded or are there ways to go, like, is, do your parents have an insurance plan that you're actually part of because you're still 20 and you didn't realize that you can, like, utilize? Or can you use something like better help? Like, I don't know. I just think there's things that can always be done in a situation. But when it comes to mental health, I think that starts to look more and more blurry. For business owners, every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card. It's the culmination of your hard work, dedication, and commitment to your customers. That's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments. Introducing Tap to Pay on iPhone, powered by Stripe. Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone. And the best part, there's no additional hardware required. 
Think about it. From local pop-ups to global retailers, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So how can Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple. Increased revenue, expanded reach and enhanced customer experience. It's a win-win-win. To learn more about how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. Yeah. I feel like if you're getting to a point where you're entertaining an expensive psychiatrist and you're having these sessions, they're not easy. It's also not a one and done. You're not like fixed, you know, and I think you would have entertained a lot of different options before getting to this point and before stealing from, you know, your parents. So I feel like she's entertained a lot. You don't know. Maybe she's got a payback plan for the future when she's older and she's earning more money and she's going through this facility. I'm sure she would repay her parents if she's got that guilty conscience. And then I feel like then in the future, because you're obviously giving money back or you know, funding it, it's easier to come clean. Maybe you don't have to live with them. Maybe you're living separately. And yeah, I don't know. I think it's it's just so hard, but power to her for dealing with all of this on top of a guilty conscience when she should be focused on recovery, you know? Absolutely. And like, just to give a landscape of like what it looks like in the States, less than half of Americans that have a mental health disorder actually get proper treatment. And the National Institute on Minority Health and Health Disparities said that of those patients, less than 10% who have a mental health disorder actually get effective treatment. So not only is she part of the group of people that is getting treatment by going to a psychiatrist and being like, look, I'm not even going to mess around. I'm not going to go for like something that might not be right, but is cheaper. Like I'm just going to go straight to the best help that I can get. She's like part of the 10% of people that are at least trying to get effective treatment. And you've got to give her kudos for that, which is such a weird thing to say to someone that's stealing money from their parents. But how would you fix it otherwise? I do kind of love your answer or solution to like, well, if you have a guilty conscious, like when you grow older and, you know, you're in a better space and, and you've actually got a full-time job, like you can always pay that money back without even having to say what it's for, like just giving your parents a surprise gift that's worth, I don't know, $5,000 one day and that's all you kind of really need to do. There's ways around it. Mm. Or like contributing that money to like a retirement fund for them. And then giving it to them when they're at that stage where they do want to retire. Like that would pay more. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see what they say when you do like approach it at that age. Cause how, I wonder how much she's actually stealing for these sessions and how they don't notice. Like, are they actually that well off that they're not noticing like these amounts and then that kind of like it's not taking away from their food or their livelihood or Mm. the bills that they have to pay because they're not noticing it. Because it sounds like she's had a few sessions already and we know that they're not cheap. So I wonder if they'll eventually, as they get older, they're like, don't worry about paying that back. Mm, That's a good point. You know, you did what you have to do because people change their mind. I think sometimes when you look at your parents or when you look at other people's parents or the elder generation, you don't see them as people. Like you see them as like 
you put a lot of pressure on them and they have to do the right thing and but they're still individuals with their own trauma and their own lived experiences and I'm not saying that she should have this it's not her responsibility she's a child and I understand that but then as you get older you kind of see them more as people and why they think the way that they think and then hopefully there's room for change and room for people to like grow with the times so yeah I do hope for a somewhat happy quote-unquote happy ending I think it's heavy to deal with at 20 and what she's experienced when she was younger but I think it's justified what she's doing agreed I think that's a really good place to wrap up this episode but I'm on the same page as you like it is justified and it's very sad and I'm sure she's not the only person in this world going through something like this now if you have a money confession that you want to share send us a dm email us at hello at girlsthatinvest.com send us as much information as possible and you may just be featured next week's episode until next time sonia until next time sim Bye. bye and as always to finish off with our disclaimer Girls That Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We are not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances. Always do your research and please use your due diligence. Alrighty, till next time team. Bye.